What's good, Divine King Gang? Good morning. All right. So let's get into it. I'm going to be reading from uh, Color Chapter 4 of How Rich People Think by Steve Siebold. Um, subtitle, Turn Your Ambition into Action. And there's a reason I keep saying that this is, you know, for those of us, it's one thing to come on here and listen to it. The ambition is there. What you are seeking is seeking you. But we're at a point in life where we've got to take the action. Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. Chapter four is called Middle Class Believes Money is Complicated. World Class Believes Money is Simple. Says the masses believe making money is mysterious. World-class thinkers know money flows from ideas. They know that the more value they create in the marketplace, the wealthier they will become. The great ones are masters at converting critical areas of life to simple formulas anyone can follow. Getting rich in a free market economy is simply a matter of trading solutions for money. The bigger the solution, the bigger the paycheck. It's that simple. The masses have always thought rich people are smarter, luckier, or more educated. Of course, none of these things are true. The rich see making money through the eyes of endless possibilities and aren't afraid to stake their claim. No matter how often they fail, they persist until they succeed. Their mindset is rooted in the abundant potential every new idea presents, and they live in a consciousness full of excitement and grand anticipation. So while the middle class approaches money with the mind of an over-analytical academic, the world class approaches money like a child who doesn't understand limitation and honestly believes he can do anything. One group is satisfied with the statistical improbabilities of getting wealthy and resigns to be happy settling for less. The other ignores the statistics and conquers the world. Making money may not be easy, but it is simple. There is no mystery to getting rich, but this limiting belief stops many people from ever trying. Has it ever stopped you? Is it stopping you now? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You guys, you guys know I love... Um, the writing style here. This is more of the Cliff Notes version of his book. So let's get into the rich, rich resources. The book that he's recommending here, if you guys are into trading and stuff, you'll probably recognize the name. But um, Jim Cramer's Real Money, Sane Investing in an Insane World by James J. Cramer. Ah, love-hate relationship with him, but I mean, there's probably values, and I'm not saying, let me just, so yeah, that's one of the resources that he's recommending, but definitely has to do with um, investing. I'm a huge proponent and advocate for investing. All right, so the critical thinking question here is, do you believe you have what it takes to be rich? 
Love that. Marinate on that for the rest of this week. Okay. I don't know if this one made you kind of feel some kind of way. I encourage you to sit and and um, think about why. Um, we're heading into this eclipse, um, November 19th, uh, that has to do with Scorpio and Taurus, but, and that energy is going to stay with us for the next 18 months, although we won't see this blood moon eclipse for another 600 years. (laughs) Um, but the, the energy behind that eclipse is we're going to be, um, forced to look at what we value, Right. And so when this is asking, do you believe you have what it takes to be rich? You're starting to get into what are your values surrounding uh, money, possessions, and who deserves it and how easy it is to make it and what it takes to, to, to be rich. Okay. And then the last one is the action step. Just for today. Keep telling yourself that making money is simple and notice how it makes you feel. And I love this. I'm going to push you a little bit further. Not just for today, but for the next 30 days, right? I want you to form that habit. And then I want you to make it part of your daily affirmations, right? I want you to have a constant reminder in place as you're driving, eating breakfast, you know, working out, you know, working on your projects. Keep telling yourself that money is simple and notice how that making money is simple and notice how it makes you feel. All right. So for those of you who are just tuning in for the little tidbit, took in the five minutes. Um, and so I hope it's a blessing to you. I'm just going to go back in for myself. You're welcome to stay for the part of me musing, but I'm going to keep it short because I've, I've got to get off <laughs> the podcast myself. So I love that. Um, this one is a great complimentary piece for those of you who are listening to the podcast where I was talking about how, you know, as bad as it is, because I've noticed that my approach to things in life, whether it's romance or communication or um, dealing with things in the workplace, acquiring assets. I understand that it's easy to romanticize things and maybe not be practical, but I look at what's practical. What are we dealing with in 2021? Would we like things to be better? Yes. But at the end of the day, this is where we're at. This is, you know, what we're dealing with. And so I had done a podcast talking about how, at the end of the day, racial discrimination on the job, as much as it sucks, as long, as much as there's injustice surrounding it, in a way, if we use it correctly, it's made to for us to, um, every time we do the exodus, it takes us higher and higher. We were never meant to stay in these positions, I think that the moment we get the discomfort, yeah, are there going to be civil lawsuits about discrimination? Yes, get your bag. There have been people who have gotten, um, you know, millions in lawsuits for discrimination on the, on the job. But the principles are, right? I wanted to hone down on the principles to disconnect from what no longer serves you. That's one, right? Don't stay in these things as long as we need to. But this is actually complementary to um, 
the power lies in the Exodus because I had talked about in the beginning how when you go in, you need to take inventory of what it is about that industry or that sector that you can provide solutions for. Remember I said that, right? Um, And a huge component of the divine feminine, divine masculine, twin flame and mission uh, journey is we have to have a mission. We have to create solutions and it's not going to be the same as the world um, has been used to. We're breaking out of that paradigm. Okay. So I gave you a little bit tidbit saying, Hey, we've got to, you know, when you go into these jobs, you already have the exit plan. The plan is to go in there, look and learn the whole area that you're in look at how they run things, but your your mind is a debt to the idea that I'm going to look for a solution that's innovative, that's going to make things easier. And so that's what I love about this chapter. If you go back and listen to the first five minutes, that is beautiful. World-class thinkers know money flows from ideas. They know that the more value they create in the marketplace, the wealthier they will become. Okay. They're masters at converting critical areas of life to simple formulas anyone can follow. In the last podcast, um, they're talking about how simple the solutions can be. Uh, I talked about the woman who made the whiteout in the story. So you'll want to go back and listen to that. I'm not going to go into that here. Um, The bigger the solution, the bigger the paycheck. Simple. Okay. This one is another huge one, too. I want to really help you knock out this notion. You know, the question for the critical questions for today and action steps were, do you think you have what it takes to be rich? And here he says, you know, the rest of us have always thought that rich people are smarter, they're luckier or more educated. Maybe their planets are all in place, you know, or or they're born with a golden spoon. No, part of our divine journey is for us to come and create divine solutions that will make the world a better place. That is where your wealth lies. Uh, I want to also remind you, I've been encouraging you for the, uh, up until this Thursday that's coming up, I've been encouraging you to pull your natal chart. Let's explore what your second house has to do with how you go about acquiring your wealth and your possessions, what your values are about money. And we're going to, I think there's like four more houses that we need to explore that talk about that. But that's going to be complimentary as we're going into that November 19, um, November 19, uh, energy with the eclipse and the blood moon. Um, And that's, we're going to be, <laughs> it's still early for me, you guys. We're, we're going to be sorting out our values surrounding this, among other things, right? Let me talking about our values for family. Uh, one of the things I loved when I was reading about the second house is possessions are not just about, you know, the nice things. It's about how it makes our lives easier and easier for the ones that we love, Right. Um, I'm very much a huge proponent. I grew up a Christian, low-key hate everything that came with it. But because I was raised Orthodox in the beliefs, it's been 
interesting for me to deal with the principles. And I'm finding that the principles and the underlying secrets are actually prosperity driven. It's okay to be wealthy. It's okay to be rich. And I talked several times about different illustrations throughout the scripture that show like you have Abraham who was filthy rich, Jacob who was filthy rich, right? Um, but um, Solomon and David, but when they approached the things in their everyday lives, it was about mastery, refinery, right? Solutions at the end of the day. Let me see what else is here. I want to remind you that there's endless possibilities. I think this is important. It kind of caught my eye, but I'm going to run with it just a little bit. I think it kind of ties into the sentence from before that it feels like, you know, maybe rich people are just smart. They got lucky or more educated. Maybe it's just that one thing that they need to be rich. No, there's endless possibilities. That's the prosperity mindset. You can go into a sector and into a job and find more than one way to be innovative and to create solutions. Endless possibilities, abundance, right? So I really, that's my intent, that that's the energy that you, that you experience. Um, the other thing is, no matter how often they fail, they persist until they succeed. And I was talking about that in that podcast about the your power lies in the exodus. Just like the baby eagle, it's not going to learn to fly on the first, you know, leap but there, the support is there. Everything you need, your makeup, your DNA, you have what it takes to thrive, to ascend, you know? And so are you going to fall sometimes and feel after a while, it starts to feel like a thrill. And that's where you learn to, um, I don't know if some of you guys are into thrill seeking or that type of thing, but the first time it's kind of scary, takes the wind away from you. But after a while, you start to go for that adrenaline and you know how it feels and you're not scared or intimidated by it. Okay. So I want you to go for it. Let's push for it. Don't be afraid. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is just reinforcing and, and maybe subconsciously because I had read it. Um, it's coming out. But he did say the mindset is rooted in the abundant potential every new idea presents. Wow. I love how the subconscious works too, right? So it's because he says, and they live in a consciousness full of excitement and grand anticipation. That's that taking that leap from that nest. Okay. This is confirmation. You guys, I've been talking about how divine source has orchestrated a lot of the things that we're learning for us, right? And so whether you got it from that message Russ talking about the power lies in Exodus or you're getting it from this um, section of how the rich people think, the confirmations are there, the downloads are there, the synchronicity is there, okay? Um, yeah. So that's it for me. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. I hope it is my intention that this was a blessing for you. Um, I love that it's in bite-sized pieces. I've come to understand that sometimes, you know, I could want to pick up this book and want to read through everything 
but we have to give ourselves time to assimilate the information. So go ahead and take the um, critical thinking question. Do you believe you have what it takes to be rich? And not just today, but for the for the rest of the year, right? So that's going to give you a little bit more than 30 days. Form that habit of telling yourself that making money is simple and notice how it makes you feel, right? Add it to your journaling, your scripting, make it a part of your everyday life. So I'm going to sign off here. I'm going to charge you with love. I'm going to charge you with the love of your life. And the love of your life is you, boo. So show up for yourself. I'm going to charge you with light. I'm going to charge you with invisible light because invisible light. No, no, no. I'm going to charge you with light. I'm going to charge you with black light because black light illuminates the invisible. I'm going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. I love each and every one of you. And until next Monday, please be blessed. Peace.